for the next few weeks, and I don't usually do series, but for whatever reason, he gave me something to, to, um, to just go by for the next few weeks, and it's actually about the increasing of the anointing. And I don't tell, I tell no one what I'm doing, and it just comes, so that'll be saying that God is speaking to us through the worship out of mouth of two or three wit witnesses is everywhere to establishes right and prayer I guess it happened as well and then you know I had I had a little bit of um it, it I'll just say this God's trying to do things and he wants us to be filled with oil ready just remember Matthew 25 right with talking about the coming of the Lord and it's the parable of the the virgins right the wise versions, the foolish versions, five of them had oil and were ready, and the other five were looking for oil in the day of his coming. And it's the great and terrible day, so we want to have oil in the terrible day and the great day. So the day is great for us and not terrible. Amen? <laughs> Amen. That's what we want. I want the day to be great when he comes. I don't want it to be terrible. That means I'm going to be filled with oil and he's going to be ready. We're going to be ready. And when he comes... There will be an increase of whatever he's doing inside of us. We're going to be ready for what's about to happen. So I just wanted to just talk about these three places. I will focus on the anointing to abide because it's the most important anointing that we have. But the three things are, are the anointing to abide, the anointing of power. That will be next week. And then the following week will be the anointing of dominion or the kingly anointing, or the breaker anointing, whatever you want to call it. We could call it 27 different things. You could call the power anointing two different things. You could call this abiding anointing a, a few different things. But the Lord wants us to be filled with his oil, okay? And so how many want a prophetic anointing on their lives? It's good. How many want the gifts of the Spirit to be flowing in their lives? Right. It's all good. But the, the Holy Spirit wants you to be filled with his oil first for living, this is the most important thing. Are you hearing me? I don't care. We can, if I get a big platform, if I don't have the anointing to sustain my life, it's no good. It's really no good. So this thing that I'm talking about today is really going to be the most important thing. It's going to lay foundation. It's the, it's the structure for the rest of, of the fresh anointings that God is going to pour on your life in the next decade. Amen. Because in the next 24 months, just say it, 24 weeks, <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, whatever it takes to slide in and be with the Lord, right? Because we want to be under this Psalm 91 anointing where it says that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. How many want the dwelling place of God to be over you? How many want the increase of that kingdom to be over you? And so he who dwells, it's the place where, it's actually a, a place where, where our lives are connected to God. This is so important. Listen, listen, when I say to you 
today. This is the most important one. Yes, we're going to get good. It'll be good over the next two weeks, but we need to get these things in our foundation. I will tell you as a, as a, as someone, when I came up in God, when I was in Bible school, I knew nothing about dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. I knew the verses. I knew the theology. But we need to know more than theology. We need to know more than good teaching. We have to make it alive in our lives. And the love of God wants to be shed abroad on us so that that anointing is fresh and it's laying on us and it's resting on us so joy is full in your life. That means, I'll, I'll, I'll give a perfect example. Last week... I'll tell you right now, I did not want to come in here and preach to you guys. And God moved powerfully, yay? Right? God, every week, God's faithful. But I can tell you right now, it was not, it, I came in the door, I'm like, okay, God, let's just do business. That's sad to say, but there's something that I've, I've generated over the years, right, that I've, I've got the inner life, and I'm not boasting and bragging because tomorrow I'm going to need it more. Right? Do you understand that there's an anointing that abides inside that gives you the ability to... That's not what had me do yesterday, uh, last week. That didn't empower me to do last week. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's the anointing. It's the Acts 1-8 anointing that empowered me to do last week. It's the dunamis power that comes upon the anointing that's already on your life. Do you understand? I think we think it's all in one, but it doesn't. And it increases the more you're filled, the more you're a virgin that's filled, that's wise, that's filled with the oil, that's ready, that's gone. When God, it doesn't matter what season blows on your life. It doesn't matter what season blows on your life. Then all of a sudden you have something to sustain you. And even in the weak and the tough times, God is there. And so we need to abide in the shelter of the Most High under the shadow of what He's doing. Because it won't just sustain. Just a little dab is not going to do you. I say this all the time. A little dab of oil. Listen, I put that stuff, I anointed my hands because I, nah, just keep me going. <laughs> it's the Holy Ghost, right? I need, this, I need the Spirit of God and the oil of God on my life. So do you. And it comes from a place where you've gone into the deep places with God and you live there, right? So go to John. That's, go to John, 1 John, John chapter 2 and verse 27. I'm not going to hit a whole lot of scriptures. And you said, you preached on this a while ago. Yeah, it was just a few weeks ago, but I'm coming at it at a different angle. All right? 1 John 2 and 27. And when you're there, say word, yeah. <laughs> okay. And I love this, and I'm going to give it to you. You know, I, when, when I spoke about it in the last time, and I, it, it's still in the same context, that we need this anointing, we need this abiding anointing. <laughs> it's getting oily in here already. We need this anointing in this time. I mean, they needed it when John was alive, but we need it more so. Look at me. You need it even in even greater capacity now. Right? And so the Spirit of God wants us to be in this place where we're dwelling with Him. But it says, but the anointing which you have received from Him abides in you. And you do not need that anyone teach you. 
But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. Did you get that? Who wasn't paying attention? I know people over here weren't. This side's the good side. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know my wife's over here. My I, People I live with are over here. I better not do that. It is. You've received from him that anointing that abides inside of you. You've received from him. And you don't need anyone to teach you. Stop. Because that can be misconceived. That can be misconstrued that we don't need any teachers. Ready? You can't learn from God unless the anointing's abiding, unless you're abiding with God. You can't even, listen, I could have the driest, crispiest, worst word you've ever heard, and you can pull something, suck something out of it if the anointing's abiding in you. (laughs) Someone, I'm telling you, it can be, you can be in the most arid atmosphere and the anointing abides in you and the teaching can be stale and yucky and you'll find something good to pull out of it. I'm, I'm serious. I know. Say, please don't make me do it. But, but the Spirit of God wants us to be in this place where we're sitting in His counsel and we're abiding in Him. It says this, you have received from him and let me just say something about this anointing this anointing that we abide in you can't get hands laid on you to receive it I know all us crazy charismatics want that (laughs) all us Pentecostals want that right you want that you want it just to be easy bam I get it I, I love impartation but this I don't think it can be imparted I'm pretty sure you need to go get it yourself. It's, it's comes, coming from the scripture that Lisa brought. You know what? You need to go and buy oil. You need to go to the place where the oil is. You need to go. It's free. It's free. But you just have to go there and receive it and engage with God. And engage with your brothers and sisters. Because actually there is wine in the cluster. There is oil in the cluster. And it does increase. But the place of abiding comes when you're with him alone and you're, sti- you're sitting with him and you're hearing from him. I'm telling you, it's been crazy. I'll just say this about my prayer time since my mom's been sick has been like wacky in good way. Like I feel like I can go places that I haven't been able to go before and I have to just lock in and go. You just have to get focused and go. You can't get that from someone. You can't get that. You have to press in to the place of God and allow him to come in and release the oil inside of you. And he's going to do it. Say he's going to do it. The first, this first anointing that I'm talking about today is for every believer. That means you don't have to be called to five-fold ministry to not have this. As a matter of fact, this is the most important one to ever have. And I can't do the rest of it. I want a breaker anointing. 
You can't do it without this. And if you do, if you walk under it, it'll all, you'll be shipwrecked later. Do you hear me? Because when we don't know how to handle the anointing, because we don't have the anointing inside of us, you, we, we get all out of control and we don't know how to handle what God gives us. And then temptation and wind and storms come and we're unable to stand in the day of adversity. That was the whole thing, the whole theme for, for Tuesday night. In adversity, we're going to be fruitful. Amen? In the midst of adversity, you're going to walk in fruitfulness. You're going to walk in the place where the fruit is hanging off the tree. And so we're going to live in that place, and you are going to walk in such victory in the next days ahead. And I'm telling you, we're living in times. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. We're living in times where if we do not get plugged into the Lord and allow the anointing to flow inside of us, we're going to miss not only the move of God, but we'll be overtaken by darkness. And so we think that we can stand outside. This is why. This is why it, it said when, when John's talking about the same need, you need not anyone to teach you. No, you need to be in. I believe this. You need to be within the body. You need to be within the body. And the Holy Spirit's going to teach you within the body. It's okay. Right? And, and, and when we're outside by ourselves and trying to walk on, uh, trying to do everything on our own, you, you become an open target. Listen, listen, I'm just telling you right now, I just felt like this so strong as I was before I came in here, that the enemy is looking for just the ones that are on the outskirts. They're just kind of half in, half out, and they, they don't really want to fully give in, and actually some of them may be way out. But the enemy, I'm telling you, he's looking to target. He says they're outside. And listen, any platoon leader will tell you this. Any platoon leader, like I listen to some Navy SEAL stuff because I just like that warfare type stuff. He's, one of the guys said this. He said, don't go outside so many feet from each other because if you do, you'll be, you'll be exposed and you'll get hit. And so here's the thing. God doesn't want you to be hit. You know, usually when we get hit, we get, we're, we're outside and we've we pulled ourselves away in some way, shape, or form and we get whacked. Come on, not to say that you don't get whacked in the middle of the body. It happens too. But I just want you to keep in mind that the Spirit of God doesn't want an independent, not you think for yourselves, but independence isn't good in the kingdom in so many ways. He wants you to be joined. I don't know why I'm going there. Someone need to hear that tonight. But the Spirit of God wants us to walk in that place where we're connected and we move together. That's, why, that's how you flank. You're not too far out, but you're able to flank out so that you can surround the enemy. Come on, we're going to rout him out. I don't know. So there's, a, there's the inner, inner anointing which deepens your fellowship with God. That's what we want. You want this inner anointing. You want this anointing that abides inside of you so that it brings you into the depths and the deep places of fellowship with Jesus. Remember, last, last week's message was all about coming to the Lord. I, I need everything from God. I need to come to Him. I need to find Him. And, it, and it's the anointing you receive when you receive the Holy Spirit. But it's for living and not doing. All right. It's for living and not doing. It's for su sustaining my fellowship with the Lord. I want to sustain my life in Christ 
got to open that door. I'm going to die. just need airflow. Don't you need it? Because you're all falling asleep. I know it's getting hot. Come on. This is not for your purpose. Do you understand? It's not for your purpose. This anointing is not for your purpose in your ministry. This anointing is for you to walk in the light as he's in the light. It's, it's, it's coming so that you can grow in a, in a personal way, and encounter the Lord daily. Amen. This anointing which we receive, abiding in Him, because I receive it from Him. I'm receiving it from Him. And you wait on the Lord daily. How many wait on the Lord daily? You need to wait on the Lord daily. This is not, I, I, no condemnation, but wait for the Lord. Wait and listen. I've been doing more listening. I don't even talk to the Lord. I listen to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. I listen so that the, the Holy Spirit can whisper to me. I'm removing all the things that get in the way, that clutter my eye gate, that clutter my ear gate, that move me in a place where I'm not positioned so I cannot hear the Holy Spirit. It's crazy. I can't. I tried to put on a movie last night because I just wanted to check out. I just did. Just being honest. I put on the movie for five minutes. I'm going. And I felt the Holy Spirit go, shut it off. Like literally, audible voice, shut it off. And it wasn't anything. It wasn't bad. It was fine. It wasn't anything crazy. Go to the Word. And the last thing I want you to think of is me. That's what he wants for everyone in this room. If I convict you, it's okay. If the Lord convicts you, it's okay. It's not me. Right? No, I felt convicted. It wasn't like shame, shame. But the Lord was like, no, no, no. Don't do that. It's not. And here's the deal. It's spending time with him, and it's stirring up the anointing that's already on, right? It says that the anointing abides inside of me, and I have to, I want to stir up what's already inside of me, right? You receive the Holy Spirit. Here's the problem. When we don't stir up the anointing that's inside of us, nothing increases. Nothing, nothing, it's just a cistern that's dead and quiet, right? And the peace of God just wants to get about the... This abiding anointing will allow you to be fruitful. Are you hearing me? There's a fruitfulness that the Lord is, is releasing to the body of Christ right now. And Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then what? You'll be fruitful in everything. And so the word must abide. We must abide in the word. And this anointing that the Holy Spirit is wanting to pour out on you, even today in a fresh new measure, as you, as you just say, God, I want more. And Lord, adjust my life. Because if you don't pray, I'm just going to be honest. If you don't pray, 
you're not getting deeper with the, with the Father. If you don't pray, if you don't come before the Lord, if you don't spend time before the Lord, you don't go into the deep places. And you can think that's religious. That's okay. But if you, ta- if you take it as it's religious... No, the Lord wants you to be in a freedom with him that when you meet with him, that things begin to open up wide over your life. The the depths of who he is begin to be revealed. Ephesians, right? Ephesians says this. He wants the eyes of our, our, our hearts to be open so that we come into the knowledge of him. And so if my, if, if my eye gate is pulling from all kinds of other places, I can't receive from that. Do you understand? It, it clouds my vision. And God wants your spiritual vision to be widened and broadened and lifted up to a higher place. Can I tell you, when we live from that place, and I'll, I'll, I'll skip ahead to dominion for a minute, and, and being in that place where God, we live from that place of dominion and power and glory, you're seated up here. You're not seated down here. You're not having earthly-minded thoughts. And so the whole idea is that this abiding, the anointing inside of you is stirring you to good works. It's stirring you to seek Him more. It's stirring you to thirst. I don't know about you, the more I get in with God and the more I encounter Him, the more I'm like, whoa, and I want that again. And it's a little bit of my addictive behavior. But that's okay in Christ. Right? It's, it's, it's that, that's what pulls me towards the Lord. And so when things get, you know, God wants to pull us out of our dumpy mindset. I'm serious. Don't you hate that? Like, I, I just don't want to be in this place of, uh, I'm just getting by. I'm just making it. No. The Lord wants you to flourish He wants you to be fruitful. And I'm not saying everything goes 100% on target. There will be sickness that comes. And you can actually, what happens is when you have this abiding glory, this abiding presence inside of you, sickness can still come to your body. Just say, wow, that. We can do everything right and sickness still comes. Do you understand? I know good men and women of God that have gone to be with the Lord and they, they were seeking after the Lord. Their hearts were holy after him. But we're not settling for that. Right? No, I have to put that reality check on us because we don't... God wants to fill you with his presence. He wants to fill you with his power to pray for the sick. But here's the thing. Increase what's inside of you. Are you kidding me? Are you with me? (laughs) Because we have to abide in this place and pull into the Lord and press into the Lord so that there is an increase, right? So that you're filled. Your lamp is full. Your wick is trimmed. You're ready to go. And that when the empowering glory comes, because I'll show you, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I'll go ahead of myself. Ready? Just because I feel like it fits here. If you go to John 20 and 21, we know that Jesus, resurrected Jesus, comes through the wall, freaks everyone out. Right? He, he, he breathes on them, and they receive the Holy Spirit. 
That wasn't Acts 1-8, guys. That was the abiding Spirit of God. Oh, I, I just have to say that because you go from one place where two day, where how, four days before, they're in the garden and they can't pray for one hour. And now when they receive instruction, go pray and wait, they wait for 10 days. They don't eat. They're waiting. They're hopped up in their place and they're waiting for the power of God to come. I will tell you that they received something fresh from the Lord that day, from the resurrected Christ who brought them an, ab an abiding place in him to come and say, he said, he breathed on them and they received the Holy Spirit, right? They received the Holy Ghost. They received the power of God. They received the abiding presence of God that day. And then it multiplied. And so it's an anointing from the Lord and it's not from man. I can't reiterate that enough. You go after it. It's not striving. Guys, it's just going before the Lord. I don't have to strive if I'm spending time with Jesus. If I'm spending time with the Lord, people think of that as like a, a sentence. No. <laughs> Go pray 10 hours. Go ahead. Don't, don't threaten me with a good time. No, seriously. That's like, you know, kids get sent to their rooms. You couldn't send the kids to the rooms anymore because there's video games and everything else up there. Well, that's not, that's not a sentence. So if I send me to my prayer room, he's bad. Send him to his prayer room. No, this is what we think of. Sometimes the disciplines of God we get weird about. And we think it's striving. And we think it's works. And it's not. It's just, do you love the Lord? I want to spend time with the one I love. This relationship would be nowhere. 30 years almost, right? 29 this year. It would be gone if we didn't spend time. And so when the Lord says, I'm married to you and you're married to my message, then you better figure it out. Oh, come on, because you're married to him because I am. <laughs> and if I'm married, you're married to him because he's living here. Amen? Amen. This is where we want to live. This is where we want to abide. This is the place. And it's not the anointing for big meetings. Do you understand? It's not the anointing for miracles. It's not the anointing for deliverance. It's not the anointing for healing. Oh, you're getting strange right now. I'm telling you this anointing is for life, for living, for the fruit of the Spirit to begin to burst forth in your life. You're so filled with God because you begin to look like the nature of Jesus. It begins to pour out of you. And look at me. I've got a long way to go. We all do. Right? Every day, God's testing me. Every day, he's putting his finger on something. Every day, he wants to say, listen, listen, wait, wait, wait. So the anointing teaches you because that's the one I'm with. This is what I said. The anointing, it's the anointing that teaches you all things. It teaches you everything. Why? Because the Spirit of God's inside of you. It teaches you how to walk right with Jesus. It teaches us how to live and walk. It teaches us how to love people when we don't want to. Teaches us how to absolutely speak the truth when, ah, I don't want to say the truth. 
It may, it may cause someone to be ruffled. It may cause people to get whacked. You don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes the truth hurts. Oh. So it's not the anointing for the fivefold anoint for, for fivefold mantle. It helps it helps us to be, to be to learn and understand God. Oh man, someone's going to get free today. It helps us to learn and understand the Lord. That's all I need. Like I want to understand God's ways. I want to discern his voice. I can't do it from a, a little impartation. It's little. This is big. What I'm talking about today is huge. The Lord is wanting us to live from this place. And I'm telling you, as the increase of his government comes upon the church, we're going to have to be able to carry it because the anointing abides inside of us. And it's not just one person. See? If you get an army of people that are filled in the abiding glory, it just generates. It generates power. And so do we, have, do we value that? See, personally, I'm, I'm beginning to value that more than the shish bang boom anointing I like it all come on it should all flow but I, I realize this is more important for me to live from and it's more important for me to be filled with so that a greater capacity can fill my life and fill the the corporate setting right so if just 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 say this would happen one day that everyone came in really filled up like abiding anointing going juiced you come in here you don't have a care in the world you're just focusing on Jesus what would happen in this room no I'm talking about those thoughts that go this way to try and pull you away from the Lord you just you take them and you cast them down do you understand what I'm saying what would happen if that would happen what would it look like if everyone was completely engaged and locked in not just the five up here <laughs> right we wouldn't get past worship we'd all be down I promise you the glory would show up in such strength you'd be like we missed you know you brought us right to, to the breaker anointing it went from abiding to boom do you understand because the the royal rule of Christ would be in this room that's the dominion of heaven that's how spontaneous miracles start happening that's how the breaker anointing comes and it flows in, a, in an atmosphere. It comes in an atmosphere because there's, a, there's someone that carries it. So let it be more than two, two people. Let it be more than five people. Let it be more than ten people. Let it be this whole room being filled with people that carry the dominion because we're so charged with an anointing of abiding that the rest is just easy. I don't... Here's the thing, getting people locked in, in a corporate setting, is the most frustrating thing. I'll just say that from a ministry perspective, it's the most frustrating thing, because people 
Same people come in and out. They know what to expect. I'm not rebuking anyone here, all right? I'm, I'm just making a, a general statement. Because th- we do. We walk in and we're, we're like scattered. Or we get stump, stuff going on, right? So in adversity, we come in and we're a little blue. And I've done it. I did it last week. Feeling a little beat down. But the Lord wants to come and whoosh, blow. And so when we make room, when we allow the presence to abide upon us, and we're not flustered by the stuff that's trying, the enemy's trying to whack at us, trying to chop us down. Listen, I've had enough in the last two months to say, ha, I'm still standing. You want to go more? Let's go. You understand? So I'm not, again, I'm not threatened. I know who's with me. I know who's in this place. I know who has anointed us. I know the anointing abides, right? So it abides. It doesn't come and go, right? Because how many people have come in here, received even a healing, and left, and they're like, I, I, I don't feel the same. I felt great in there, and I left. How many? You can raise your hand. It's okay. No, there's been people that have done that. I've watched it over and over. Kenneth Hagin wrote a whole teaching about taking your healing and keeping it. Right? Because you feel great. You feel go to a conference. You feel like, oh, this thing settled on me. And three days later, it's like, am I saved? Come on, you can laugh. It's okay. I'm saying it laughing. Because it's, it's true. Because you get, you know, you're in the glory. You're in the presence. Wow. God's doing all this stuff. I got whacked. I got thrown down the aisle, you know. <laughs> Lasted three days. I was drunk for three days. And then I sobered up. No, this, 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 what, what I'm talking about doesn't leave. It doesn't linger. It doesn't ever leave. It stays. It stays upon your life. It, 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 it gives you what you need daily so that you can break out of any situation that comes at you. Right? So then the Lord just comes and He wants to put upon us that Acts 1 8 anointing. The anointing that teaches you, it keeps us from lies, keeps us from te- deception. Listen, you don't need to freak out about whether. Uh, oh, this, this is classic. Ready? Because in Pentecostal charismatic groups, well, they might not be. They might be mainline. I don't know. But you, there's always backlash when you talk about angels, when you talk about supernatural experiences. And then you get the, the, return, the rebuttal of, oh, they're, they're dealing with angels. You know, it c- could be an angel of light trying to deceive you. Come on, somebody. When you're seeking the Lord, devils don't come to deceive you. I'll say it over here. When you're seeking the Lord and you're filled with the presence of God, devils don't come to deceive you. Deceiving spirits don't come. If they come, you pick them out. And you know it's them. The question, the question to me is, are you filled with, with an anointing that comes from that you don't need a gift of discernment? That when people come into the church and they're trying to, they, come on, and they, they, they're walking in a, in a realm of deception and they begin to speak things, and we can't pick it up. 
Oh, come on, somebody. The people that are behind this table, not here, but people that preach the gospel that are not speaking truth. Are you, do you have an, an, an abiding anointing inside of you to hear truth or lies? No, that's not even gift of discernment. That's something completely different. That's when, that's when I, I discern angels are in the room. Oh, come on. We got we're so low level in our thinking. Oh, it's whether I can discern stuff on someone. No, really. It is, but it isn't. Here's the deal. When God's touching your life and you're filled with his presence, you begin to know what's going on in the spirit. When you're filled with the abiding glory, you know what's happening around you. I don't need a gift to be on my life to discern demons and angels. Demons usually just appear in the room, usually through a person. It's not tough to discern, guys. The anointing protects you and keeps you in truth. All right. Are you good? You cannot neglect this anointing, this abiding anointing. You cannot. You cannot. And God, he doesn't want you to, he wants you to flourish. He doesn't want you to dive he doesn't want inconsistencies. Hello? Spirit of depression, go. See, when, you, when, you, when we're abiding in his presence, that stuff, you begin to level off. You hear me? All the activity that tries to bring you down, the, <laughs> the Bible says that the, the John the Baptist anointing will chase that away. Right? It makes everything level. Some of you just need to enter into a prophetic word and a prophetic anointing that the Spirit of God is beginning to level everything off for you. It's not these dips up and down. Amen? Not that, not that life doesn't throw stuff at you. How many know that waves can hit you and you not get knocked over? I'm going to step into it, and if I get hit by stuff, but if I always think that something, oh, I, if I do that, then that, don't be afraid of the enemy. Give you a spirit of fear. But it's love, power, and a sound mind, right? So when, when the Lord said this, he said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You shall receive ability. See, this is outer ability. I'm going to touch on that because we're going into that next week. But it's an outer ability. It's, it's the ability to, to release power, and it's actually supernatural power. It's not of yourself. So the abiding, that is, the abiding glory that's in you is not of yourself either. That's the, that's the Holy Spirit. But he lives inside of you. It dwells inside of you. You always have it. I've been in situations where I could feel 
like I'm in a bubble. Like when I've gotten up to minister at certain times, I felt like this bubble around me, like a, a force field. So that anything that came in the force field was going to get messed up. That's what you want. That, but that's the, that's the power of God that comes upon you. That's why people fall down under the power. Because it's the Holy Spirit that comes upon. And not that everyone has to fall down. But when you're carrying the juice of God, when you're carrying that, that's the, that's, that's the next level. That's the power anointing. That's the anointing for power. When he comes upon you. Right, so the breaker anointing later we'll talk about, that's, that's going to carry an atmosphere. No, it's about to be what's released in like dimensions that we've not yet been able to, to even conceive of. And God wants to do it in this place and outside in parks and do it everywhere, right? And release so that people get arrested. This little kid, while they were worshiping about the anointing, she wouldn't leave, he wouldn't leave the, the back window. He's just bouncing with his ice cream and, come on, draw him in, Jesus. The parents were like, come on, come on. The kid kept coming back. I watched it. He kept coming back to the window. I don't even know if he could see in. But he didn't care. He could hear the music. And he's like, come on, God wants to do something. And we'll just go to Colossians Chapter 1 and verse 9. So you want, here's the thing about prayer. We have to cultivate, cultivate prayer. So when you even come here on a Tuesday and this, well, it is a punch, whatever. But when you come here on a Tuesday and we gather, even though it's corporate prayer, you're spending three hours in the presence of God. Give or take. Give or take. Right? So how many know that something happens when you spend time? Some of you have the tolerance for about 10 minutes. Come on. And God's going to raise that as we continue no, listen, it has to happen. It has to happen in increments because you get an increase on your life. The more you spend time in the presence, the more you sustain. The more you spend time in the presence, the more that's coming off of you, you don't even realize it. The more you spend time in God's glory and presence, the more transformation that's happening internally inside of you. But the problem is most of us don't spend the time. And we think that the time is that religious thing, but it's not. It's, it's really something that is a delight, not, not a doom. <laughs> right? God doesn't want it to be a, a, a dis, a, like this, this thing that keeps us in bondage. He wants you to desire him. And this anointing comes from that place of desire. It's not striving. I can't go into that enough. I feel like we get like, oh, I don't have to do, and I don't have to, I don't have to. No, clock in. It's okay. It's okay. Because what happens is as I, as I get before the Lord, see what happens, then he invades your dream life. 
Then he invades the places that you, you didn't think he was going to invade. He just starts showing up in places. But we, we get frustrated. Oh, he's not showing up. And you know what? The silence of God is God being there. I'm telling you, we, we, we're worried about a, you know, I'm supposed to hear a, you know, a voice. Or my, you know, my thoughts are running. Sometimes the Lord's bringing thoughts to your mind so that you can wrestle them down. It's training in the silence. Right? God is training you in the, in the silence of what's happening. And so there has to be a place where you, you push in and you push past. And he's doing it. I'm watching as there's fruitfulness on people all around us. But, you know, you, you put your time you put your time in. I don't mean to put it that way, but you, it's just, it happens. If I don't marinate, I'm not a pickle. You know, you know what happens, right, when you try and marinate like a piece of chicken in less than 24 hours. I can tell you, not the same. Right? You want to be saturated. Saturated with the presence of God. That means when they cut into you, Jesus comes out. The glory comes out. His presence comes out. I'm telling you. So wait. That's why the Bible says, wait upon the Lord over and over and over again. This water bottle, this seat, you want to possess him. I don't know how else to put this. This water bottle, this, this Bible, right? Oh, that's a good one. The Bible. This is perfect. Because either it's going to be in me. Right? In me. That means you can't take it from me. That means it's become a part of me. It's not the written word. <laughs> it's the living word that's living inside of me. So that means more than memorization because memorization is okay. But the Lord has to, it has to go from here to here. And once it's in my heart and, and I'm understanding what God's speaking through his word into my heart or through his voice into my heart then transformation happens then change begins to happen then then all of a sudden everything's becomes but you can if i give you this if i give that that's what the lord gives you with the holy spirit and power are you hearing me because i can tell you I leave here. I, it used to happen to me all the time. The lingering presence of God would stay, right? It was because of the anointing. I'd have to wake up on Monday morning, right, and go to work. But I'd be here till 10 o'clock ministering, right? That was when we had 6 o'clock service. And I could not sleep. I couldn't sleep. Why? Because the presence of God energizes. Why do people get healed? Why, do, why does deliverance happen? Because the energy of God. Because God energizes the atmosphere. No, he energizes a person. He energizes your hand. He energizes your prayers. The things that you speak, he puts energy into and releases fire through that. And so I could never, like, just go home and go to bed at 11 o'clock. It just wasn't happening. Impossible. Sometimes 2 in the morning, Joe, I'd call Joe driving to work. How'd you sleep? Not good. 
right? So God wants to give us the substance, right? Faith, by faith we receive that substance of the anointing. And then we operate in the evidence of not, what's not seen. That means everything that he's doing inside of you begins to appear. Why? Because you appeared before him. Someone will get that one when they go home in the parking lot. When I wait on the Lord, when I wait, he shows up. Whether I feel sleepy, whether I feel energized, whether I see a hundred things or one thing, he's there. for this reason we also since the day we heard it did not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might. Now there's dunamis power that comes, and I didn't finish, <laughs> but there's dunamis power, there's dynamite power that comes from you just spending time with God and knowing God, knowing Him, Listening to him, there's power that comes on your life. Some of you don't know how to use the power. Some of you refuse to use the power. Some of you refuse to use the things that he's speaking to you. I know. It's okay. It's not okay. For, it says, strengthen with all might. That's the dunamis power, the presence of God that's coming upon your life. Because as I spend time, he's going to give me things, and I need to release those things. So silence, silence in the things. Okay, let me just say this. Discerning, and we could do a whole school on the prophetic. We probably should after I've gone through all the prophetic schools that I've gone through. Multiple, multiple schools. <laughs> I should probably do a prophetic school. But there's, there's, there's this thing that, that the Spirit of God wants us to discern. When to give and when not to give. But most of you aren't giving. So give. Some of you are stepping out. Keep stepping out. Right? Just keep going. And so how do you increase in the knowledge of God? You've, you've apexed to a place. And God's given you so much. And he wants to increase that. But he can't give it until you give it. He can't give it until you give it. He won't give it until you give it. The knowledge of his will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. This is good stuff. This is what you need. 
This comes from abiding with him. This comes from your present, your, your present status with where you are with the Lord. It, 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 it's going to determine how much oil is in you. Yeah, take all the oil. I need all the oil I can get. And so it says this, for according to his glorious, glorious power. What does glorious power look like? What does that glorious power look like in your life? For all patience and long-suffering with joy. Wait a second. I got to be patient and I got to suffer long with joy. That's what Paul says to the Colossian church. He says, listen, you've been doing great. Look, I pray for you daily. This is what I pray. That there's an increase of the kingdom on you. And that you walk in the increase of the knowledge of God. And that without, without doubt, he strengthens you with all might. He strengthens you with all might. In a moment. Energizing you. And giving th thanks to the Father who, who has qualified us as partakers of the inheritance in the saints. Now, God wants to pour out for you every, every day, every day. There's a piece of your inheritance tomorrow. There's a piece for you today. There's ever-increasing glory coming for you tomorrow. You guys can at any time. I know Collins is in incapacitated. But I want you to just, we're just, I'm not even, like I said, I'm not laying hands on anyone today. That's good. I get a break. But here's the deal. You're going to receive for yourself. Because the Bible says that it's, a, it's, a, it's an anointing that just comes to you. It's from him. That's the best one. It's the only one you want. Like there can be a portion of his anointing on my life. Or on someone else's life that you say, I want some of that. But what good is the double portion if you can't carry the portion that you have? You can't sustain it. What good is the seven spirits of God on your life if you can't, can't walk the, out the, just the anointing to abide with him? You know, God's spirit has come to rest and be upon you. Stand with me. Come on, stand. You're just going to raise your hands to the Lord as we, as we would do to just receive. And listen, if I, even this afternoon, if I, if I said some things that you're like, wow. There's things I need to change or we need to, you need to change it, that's okay. God's going to do it. But you have to cooperate with the Lord. Right? I have to cooperate with Jesus. And when I cooperate with him, 
then things begin to happen. But all I have to do is yield. And God will release a fresh knowledge of him. And I know that. And so everything I'm talking about is an inner life. It's about your inner life. It's about not being angry. It's about not being frustrated. It's about walking in the peace and the joy and the love of God. It's not living in, in ac being accused by, by the enemy or your own thoughts. It's living in this place of peace. And your heart's not divided one way or another. That's what this abiding anointing is about. Because double-mindedness usually comes from when my heart's divided. I could do this, but I could do this. And the Lord wants you to just live in this one place with Him. It's an abiding place. He who dwells, that means I walk. It means I live under the, the roof of who He is. I live in His, I live where He lives. And even Anthony started with, your kingdom come. Ready? Heaven's going to come inside of you as you abide. Heaven comes as I abide. My mindsets change because I abide. The places that the Lord wants to touch, I transform because I abide. Because he invades. I didn't even realize it's Pentecost next week and I'm going to talk about Acts 1 8. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I'm just thinking that because Anthony said that to me on the way in. So guys, get ready, because it wasn't even planned. I didn't, like, I don't sit there and look at the calendar. I just don't. I go from day to day to day. I just, that's how I live my life. So come on, just get, ex we're expecting God. I want this week, ready, for the next, if you haven't received a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit, I want you to go to, before the Father this week. Listen to me, listen to me, everyone, everyone listen to me. If you have not, never mind. Everyone in the room should just ask the Lord for a fresh baptism and give themselves to praying, God, I want, I want, to, be, I want to receive a fresh baptism next week. But you're going to cultivate and you're going to get before the word, the word of the Lord. You're going to allow the counsel of heaven to come on you and watch what happens next week. I promise you. Invite people out. <laughs> Seriously. Because it could be an explosion of God's presence. I believe it. So, Father, we're thankful for your timing, for your season, Father. Lord, I thank you for the oil that was poured out. Thank you, Father, for the oil that's been poured out today, Lord. We thank you for this abiding oil, this anointing that abides inside of us, God. 
We thank you, Father, for your presence. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we, I declare over everyone in this room to have a grace. A grace that when they come into your presence, God, you just begin to just overshadow them. That they dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Lord, that you teach them in that spot. Come on, listen to me, church. God's going to begin to teach you. Not through someone else's teaching. He's going to begin to teach you by the word. He's going to begin to open up and you'll be able to extract the, the oil out of the word. You'll be able to extract the oil in the place of prayer. It's just going to flow down. Lord, let there be a fountain that flows on every person in this place. Lord, we thank you for your dunamis power that's coming. We anticipate, Father, the fire of heaven. But Lord, I thank you for a grace in this hour to intercede, to pray, to wait, to wait, to wait, to wait, to wait, to wait. To wait for you, God, in your presence and abide in the secret place. I thank you that you're unlocking things, that you're showing things, Lord. I thank you, Father, that we're going to be wise virgins, not foolish. So, Lord, let the oil flow that we don't get from anywhere else. We just get it from you right now, right now. And it's not a one-time thing. It just keeps flowing. It just keeps moving. It just keeps coming to us, God. It just keeps flowing into our lives. Lord, we're like funnels right now. We're in that place to receive, God. Lord, the crushing of the oil. People have been through things in this room. Lord, I thank you that you're pouring out the oil. The oil to abide. The, the oil that helps us to walk in strength helps us to walk in fruitfulness helps us to walk with joy peace patience helps us to walk in the kindness of God helps us to walk in the goodness of God Receive it right now. We receive it right now. Receive it right now.